Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, September 1st, 2022. Today on the Ether, Juno Builders, hosted by TFM, an AMA with Highlander and Stakeasy. Let's take a listen. Hi guys, this is Rebel DeFi here on the TFM account. Just waiting for a few more people to join. We've got Udit from Stakeasy and my friend from Chain Tools. Seeing a raccoon who's reminding me a little bit of is it bagpuss with the white and purple stripes but yeah thanks for being here finn and recording for us that's epic i can recognize some of your pfps here quite possibly from the juno discord i don't know if anyone heard the secret space with stake easy on tuesday but um the same guy Uda, who's coming on to chat with us here so I'm definitely looking forward to hearing what he says. Hello. Um, just test out my mic here. Is everything okay in terms of quality? Absolutely. Quality is coming through. Okay. So how are you doing? Yeah, I'm not bad, mate. Not bad. Um, did we get the subtitles ready for everyone or what? Are we just going to hopefully they understand us? Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Listen, I'm, 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 the East, I'm the East Coaster. I've got the posh ah, yes. accent. They'll be all right. You'll be, you'll be completely fine, I'm sure. Yeah, well. Um, so, yeah, we're just waiting on Udit coming on from Stake Easy. He was sending lots of messages today. Um, so, hopefully, he's going to be here. Yeah, cool. Um, where are you today? You up north still? Have you. I am back over on, yeah, I'm in Edinburgh just now. Nice, nice, nice. It's a lovely city, Edinburgh. It really is. Well, we've um, got, there's um, strikes on at the moment because people are not getting paid a fair wage. So they've decided to take matters into their own hands. A lot of rubbish flying around at the moment, is it? There is a lot of rubbish all over the place. Um, how about yourself? I mean, what are you working on oh, at the moment, Juno-wise? Been, you know, one of those days where you're just trying to get tasks done, right? And um, everything just doesn't quite get working for you. So I've been pissing about with GoPass all day today, and everything's just not fucking clicking. Uh, so it's one of them. It's probably because I knew I had this coming up towards the end of the day, and I thought, I should have just like scratched everything else, and so I'll go back on probably tomorrow, and everything will just be like, all right. So that was easy. Um, that's the sort of way it goes. We're we're, we're super busy over at Chain Tools. Like we're we're building, um, just getting our infrastructure set up, um, so we can just let that roll. Uh, Juno at the moment as well. We're um, 
just getting ready for Colombia, really, uh, which is exciting. I can't wait for that. So we're going to get over there and finally get to meet some of the people that you work with every day. Oh, so you're going to um, Cosmo? Yes, I'll be over there, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. I, I, I did consider it. Um, I've, I'm finishing. I went back to, after ter- the Terra crash, I went back to a day job. Mm. And I'm just kind of winding that down just now. Well, that's good. Then. I'll still have, still have just a couple. I, I don't want to just quit because like they were they were good to me when I needed yeah, some yeah. help. So I'm going to finish. I mean, I'm I'm only down to two days a week now, but I'm gonna, I said I'd finish at the end of the month, and then yeah, um, it's just one of them. That's good though. You've got that flexibility, mate, and that's it. You, you I've tended to never um, burn any bridges. Because uh, you never know what's around the corner. Um, I kind of went the opposite way though with my old job and COVID sort of kicked in and shut down our whole industry. And uh, and I never looked back since starting up with Juno and the Cosmoverse. Really, I've not I've not not looked back. Fantastic. So, how long are you going across for? Uh, ten ten days, I think. Uh, yeah, but it's not that. I work with like. Findler and stuff from Juno Tools and you know it's just like you, you, you're you going to meet everybody you've been working with you, you feel like part of a family now don't you it's weird and uh, it'll be dead exciting meeting everybody it really will oh absolutely uh, it'll be amazing um, it looks like that's Udit yes. here so we'll just bring him up but yeah so for I mean for anyone that doesn't know you're you're a bit of a Juno OG aren't you yeah, I was here from, uh, <laughs> from validating from all the original test nets, even the planning, going around for it. Um, and then we just kind of, <coughs> I was still in the middle of a concert during the launch of Juno as well. So it was a bit like, I think I, I didn't quite jump on at this block one, but I, I got in there eventually. But yeah, I've been here from day one, really. So you're you're validating on Juno. What other chains are you on just now? Uh, so since we merged forces, two validators came together and sort of merged forces. And uh, I'll just get the list up there. So we're on like something like 23 networks or something now. And I think I do like five or six of them, which is just max from my ability. I don't want to be doing any more because I like to try and um, stay in the loop with the networks and help out as much as you can. Like. So it gets a bit like if you go any more than five chains, it gets a bit crazy. Absolutely. So what what are your what ones are you sort of focusing on just now? Myself is I'm doing Juno, Kajira, um, Comdex, Chihuahua, Keychain, and Avmos. As, yeah, as part of like the orbital command thing, we were on or we are on Avmos. But... Yes, I don't know. Avmos is a weird it's one. A, I think it's a good one to kind of stay on. Yeah, but it's a, it's a it's a very it's tough, very tough validator set. I must admit, but I think they're I listening to the community call yesterday, and I think they've got plans to sort of um, level out that voting power a little bit better than being so top heavy. That's that's one thing I noticed on um, Kajira. I think they've got a really nice kind of tool. The, the staking UI is great, and as isn't it? It's like they've changed that around. That looks fantastic now. And um, yeah, just sort of showing. Oh, I'm getting a bit of background noise. Is that the kids back? 
yeah, just just making it clear to people that having a top heavy validator set isn't necessarily in anyone's best interests other than the top heavy validators. Yeah, that's a, it's, um, it, it, well, it's, I suppose it's what they've done theirs is it's quite interesting in terms of um, making things look visible straight off about who's got the most voting power and also I think they can they can make that more interesting in terms of who's contributing stuff and who's doing more um, contributions than others I suppose yeah it's a good example absolutely right well here we are it is now about 10 past four in the UK and um, looks like we've got Udit from Stake Easy would you like to introduce yourself sir yeah, sure. Hi, guys. Uh, can you hear me fine? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. Okay, so uh, first of all, nice to be here. Nice to meet you. I'm Odit from Stake Easy, and we have been involved in working at Stake Easy I think, since December. And we have also worked on toolings, Cosmos and toolings like JunoKit and uh, Polar on Secret Network. We first launched on Secret Network in March. And we recently also launched on Juno mainnet this month. And yeah, so liquid staking, so staking is basically just a liquid staking protocol for now. And in the long run, its goal is to be just a very simplified and uh, a yield platform basically for all of the Cosmos. So it's essentially would be just one UX where you can find the best yield opportunities in the Cosmos that could be DeFi or staking or maybe any other that can come up in future. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for that introduction. Um, just sort of looking on your website, I mean, as you were saying, you started off in secret and you're now coming over to Juno. Um, could you maybe tell us a bit about why you chose secret first and now you've chosen Juno second? Uh, I think uh, part of the reason we chose secret first is that uh, my co-founder, my teammate, was the one who was initially working in crypto. He was working with Algorand blockchain. He built the Algo Builder framework there. So he had a better idea of understanding of things at that time than me. So he saw that, okay, there's a huge potential in Cosmos. And so we also were interested in improving the smart contract tooling. So I looked at what uh, the smart contract platform is there in Cosmos. So it was Cosmosm. And I found that, okay, Secret Network is the only one that's currently supporting Cosmosm and Mainnet. So we started with that last year, I think in September. Then slowly we saw that, okay, there are other uh, blockchains in Cosmos coming up with their own implementation of Cosmosm. So Juno was also a very uh, good opportunity for us to explore. So then second one was Juno after Secret. Cool. Maybe um, my friend Highlander will be able to provide more information on this, but are, is, um, is StakeEasy the first liquid staking solution on Juno? Yeah, it's um, the first one to be aware, yeah. definitely is the first one to launch on the Juno mainnet. And so what we did was that we made sure that the product is not just working for us, but also working well for our users also on the testnet itself. So we ran the testnet on Juno network, I think, for more than two and two and a half months. Over the period of time, we improved the UX by a lot. We improved the contract also, like finding out those minor uh, edge cases that can happen and also what we did was that current the current state of testing is not that mature in Cosmosm as compared to what it's on Ethereum 
So we ourselves were building the tool to simplify the Cosmosome development. So at the last task for that was to build an integration testing framework. So that integration testing framework we ourselves use very heavily. So I think for at least in a month and a half, we were only just writing tests every day. So that's what took us, uh, I think, two months uh, more to deploy on the mainnet. We would have released it earlier, but we wanted to be sure that everything else is working uh, as fine as it could be. But yeah, it's been live on mainnet for one week now. And did you find that pretty... Uh, how did you find building on, Juno, in terms of, um, was it easy to go from secret and kind of move on into Juno then? Did you find it relatively yeah. easy? So a couple of differences are there uh, in terms of Cosmosome on Juno and secret. First is that secret is still running an older version of Cosmosome, which is 0.1. So which is, uh, so, and Juno is running Cosmosome 1.0. So 1.0 is the first production ready, stable, like even the Cosmosome team says, okay, this is something that yeah. can definitely be used in production. But uh, there's, I think there was 0.1, then 0.16, which I think Terra was using before. So there's a lot of differences there itself. Like in the newer version, it's much easier to store data. Like you can just simply say it's a map or it's an item and like you just directly read and write with one function. But in secret, we had to implement that whole read and write function ourselves to tell exactly how it's going to happen. So that took us more time to do. And also that was uh, us implementing those kind of things. So it was a bit more scary to see that okay, is it going to work or not. Other than that, the second difference is that uh, the secrets Cosmosome is a bit uh, modified for secret needs is to provide the privacy for the smart contract itself. So they have SNP20, which is a counter, counter for CW20 with privacy. So that kind of like also adds up a few more extra things to the UX, like viewing keys and permits, which was not there in the case of Juno. So it's a very smoother, like much smoother experience for a developer on Juno currently, but also Secret is coming up with the Cosmos 1.0, I think on 13th of September. So it should be equal now. Awesome. Thank you. So. Yeah, I've just got a few different things I'm kind of interested in here. I mean, I suppose because TFM, we are not running a validator on Juno. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really have sort of skin in the game on this one. But um, how how big is your validator set? Are you looking to try and use all the validators or are you going to just sort of work with a specific subset? Yeah, so regarding validators, currently we, I think we have 10, uh, we have 10 validators on secret network and four validators in our set on Juno. So we kept it at four initially just to be on the safer side that, okay, fewer validators should be good to go initially for a couple of months. Then slowly we'll increase the set of the validators that we uh, choose to delegate to, that the Stacey platform delegates to. And yeah, I, for now, we what we do is that we just look at the three or four parameters, like what's been the uptime, and is this validator contributing to the Juno community in some way or the other. And also, we mainly look at the fees. We don't want the fees to be too high or too low. If the fees is too high, then it doesn't make sense for the users to delegate to that. If the fees is too low, then there's a risk that things might go south because like, 
developers not getting enough funds to have a good enough infrastructure for their validator. So we keep it around like within the range of four to six percent for the validator itself. And soon enough, what we'll do is that we are in the process of implementing uh, the DAO for CKZ, which will be connected to the selection of the validator itself. Currently, we do show that this is the exact current list of validators and how much is staked through us to that validator. You can just go to uh, our app and go to protocol stats and you can see that. But in future, it will be much more transparent and much more community owned because whoever is owning our governance token can vote on which validator should go and which should not. And yeah, so I think uh, it will go to 10 validators in a month from now and 20 validators in three or four months from now. Cool. Well, Highlander are a validator on Juno, so I, I don't know. Are you in the list? Are you in the current four? Or are you yeah. The next set? What I do to try and get used to new protocols and new applications built is just get using them. And I've had a little play where I've thrown some dust around. And I must admit, I mean, derivatives is not my bag, but it looks pretty interesting and in what you can do on it. Um, I'm wondering... Um, Yuri, if you could just maybe explain to some of the listeners, like there were a, a five-year-old on what derivatives doing, what sort of opportunities users might have coming on and using StakeEasy.finance. Sure. So uh, the main the main feature is liquid staking. So liquid staking, if explained very simply, is that you have your Juno, you look for opportunities where you can get more Juno out of your Juno. So one, one of the best opportunities is to provide it, uh, stake it to a validator. So you are helping secure the network and you're getting some staking rewards in return for that. So, but the process in doing that is a bit more technical for, a, uh, for let's say a user who's coming from a centralized exchange. Because when a centralized exchange is, uh, there are things like, okay, you hold some uh, Juno, uh, you just deposit and we'll give you this much return. That's all. So the user doesn't need to worry about what's a validator. And I have, I, I see a list of 150 validator, which one should I choose? Which one I shouldn't and why? Like <laughs> either you have to dig deep into the Discord server itself, you have to understand things. So that's something that most people don't want to do. But people also want to be uh, not having that much of a risk. Like in terms of people don't even know that uh, there's things like slashing that can happen and why does slashing happens or even uh, there's one more like huge risk involved is that uh, for example if you go to Kepler uh, you open the list of validators to stake to it's sorted by how much is staked to each validator so the first top two three are the ones that have the most amount staked so a user who doesn't know which validator to choose they just, they'll just choose the first one and over time, what will happen is the first and second one will have enough votes that they can get more than 50% voting power on the network itself and ultimately taking control of the network, which everyone doesn't want to have. So one of the main purposes of us doing stake easy is that uh, anyone who comes would just say that, okay, you, I have Juno, I want to stake it. You just do one transaction and stake it. We'll take care of which validator sets to choose. We'll take care of uh, like, so what we do is that we don't have a static validator set. Like, so there's a thing in Cosmos SDK which allows the staked amount to be re-delegated without having to wait 21 days, 28 days in case of Juno. But you can do so only once in every 28 days. 
So in our contracts itself, there's a logic where if you want to, we can just update the validator set every 28 days. So it kind of also cycles to all of the validators, most of the good well, uh, like good performing validators on the network itself. And also keeping it small enough that you know that, okay, these and validators are the ones that are the best choice out of the 150 based on different parameters, like based on parameters, like making sure that, okay, these ones are the most less likely to be slashed. And these ones are the ones who are making sure that uh, they are contributing in some way, like maybe they are making, uh, doing some podcasts, they are maybe hosting Twitter spaces, they are maybe uh, developing some monitoring or alerting tooling. So it kind of like helps those later also. And currently we have also released, I think yesterday we released uh, Google Form for any validator who's interested in being part of our set. So just a bunch of questions for, so that we know uh, which ones is the best choice until the time it comes that the DAO is live and the community chooses itself. So yeah, that's it. I and then um, I'll just jump in there quickly. And if a validator's not performing um, to your standards, do you guys just remove them from your set? Yeah, if, if uh, there's a slashing that happens that we don't expect a certain validator to have, or maybe like uh, they are down for, let's say, more than a day. So if you see that kind of thing happening, we just quickly redelegate to another validator, and that can be done with our contracts pretty easily. And yeah, so uh, more on the rewards, right? So if I go in there, I've staked a little bit of Juno, okay? Now you've got a couple of options there. Um, you've got a Juno SE, Juno pool. Now you mentioned one of them, you can provide swap liquidity without permanent loss. Um, some hmm. some of the listeners might be quite interested in the workings in that, how it works. Hmm. Could you maybe explain a little bit about it, please? Yes, so this, this mechanism we've introduced only in Juno. It was not in the secret one. So secret one, you only have SC secret. In uh, Juno, you have SC Juno and B Juno. So it's it's very similar to what Lido Finance did on Terra. So if anyone was familiar uh, with Terra ecosystem or who was part of it, when like Anchor was there, so Anchor had B Luna and B ETH as collateral. So what, Terra, so what Lido did was that they provided liquid staking for ETH and uh, Luna. And what they did is that they provided two tokens, STETH and BETH. And uh, I've also seen like third model also. So there are like three ways you can have a liquid staking architecture essentially. First is that you say, okay, it's going to be some sort of a bonded uh, Juno kind of system where it's going to be always one is to one ratio with it. And staking rewards will be accrued and the user will come and claim those rewards just like you would do on your capital wallet and you would stake them again. So this is one model. Second model is that uh, the, the user doesn't need to go and claim the rewards. The tokens that been issued, the liquid tokens, will redeem you more Juno tokens in the future. Uh, so let's say if you stake now and unstake four months later, and let's say 10% 10, 10 rewards have been generated. So for the same number of tokens, you will get 10% more Juno tokens in return. So you don't need to claim those. So it's kind of like auto compounding and like things are taken care of and so on. But it does not keep the peg one is to one with the underlying Juno. Third is that, I think third one is where uh, it, the token itself rebases. So let's say I stake my Juno, get some bonded Juno, one is to one ratio, 100 Juno I stake, I get 100 bonded Juno. 
and it will rebase in such a way that if one person staying in ward is generated in my wallet automatically the number of wanted tokens will increase from 100 to 101 so that increases in the number of tokens if the uh, staking rewards are generated so we have implemented first two yeah so this was is this like a little bit like ample force mechanism that you used hmm. when it was uh, mm-hmm. using ethereum yes that rebase mechanism that's a, that's that's very interesting so and in, the, the other question I had um, was, if you were just to go for liquid stake, do you know <clears throat> you auto compound your rewards automatically, right? Um, mm. And when you use the SE Juno Juno pool, what tokens do you get in rewards? Do you get SE Juno back or do you get real Juno back? How does that work? Yes. So SE Juno increases in number of tokens you get. So it's the first model. I think it's the second model that I explained. So even if you go right now and look at how much one SC Juno is worth in terms of Juno, it's more than one, it's 1.01 something. So if you want, like what we have done, we have, why we have chosen like this two instead of just one is that like there are some users who just want to have their Juno state and getting compounded automatically. They, they just want to stake and forget. And so for those kind of users, SC Juno is the right choice because it's auto-compounding uh, on its own. You don't need to go and do compounding transaction every day. And if you don't want to participate in DeFi, then also it's a perfect choice because it increases and it doesn't keep one is to one pack with Juno. But if you want to participate in, uh, if you heavily want to participate in DeFi, then uh, Juno is a better choice because what Juno will do in future, like it's not, uh, like it's halfway there, like our ultimate goal with Bjuno is that uh, you can provide liquidity for Bjuno and Juno pair, still get the staking rewards for Bjuno, and also you don't have any permanent loss because the two tokens are uh, like packed to each other always. So, yeah, that's the reason of having two tokens and not just one liquid token. That that sounds like fires. Just so I've got that clear in my head, then. If we go for if if someone was wanting to like in a sense do DeFi with but using Stake Easy, hmm. we could take fifty percent of our Juno, swap it or stake it with Stake Easy and get back B Juno, hmm. and then take my other fifty percent of Juno, bang them together and LP on. Can I LP on Juno Swap and Loop? Is it? Yeah, so liquidity pools are live on loop for now. So there is SE Juno Juno, there's B Juno Juno. But the B Juno Juno one is not completely there yet because it can't be, because uh, uh, it can't accrue any staking rewards if staked with any DEX. So we are also building one custom DEX which will come in a couple of months at least from now. So currently what's happening is that if you hold B Juno, you as a user need to go and do the claim transaction so it will uh, so if you provide liquidity with b juno in a normal dex the dex uh, contract itself is getting those rewards and the dex contract can't go and uh, do the claim transaction for you so those rewards are kind of like kept in there so we have what we have done is that we have redirected those rewards back to our treasury so if you provide currently if you provide liquidity on let's say loop uh, for b juno juno all the b juno rewards currently are uh, directed to treasury for now and that's why we have kept higher 
and uh, LP incentives for B Juno, Juno as compared to SC Juno Juno, and kind of like balancing that thing for now. And with Ardex that will be coming soon, what will happen is that uh, also, uh, so what will happen is those B Juno rewards will be claimed every 24 hours by the DEX itself and redeposted as LP into that same pool. And anyone who has LP tokens, their LP token value will also increase over time, depending on how those rewards are being compounded. So it will be basically you uh, as a user providing liquidity, uh, make, not getting any impermanent loss, but also getting the staking rewards. And those staking rewards are auto compounded. And yeah, so that's the ultimate plan for us for B Juno. SC Juno, we have SC Juno is also very useful for lending DeFi opportunities. So currently, I think for us, SC Secret is supported. So on the Secret DeFi ecosystem, we have already integrated with a lending protocol called Sienna Lend on Secret Network. So we have a lending pool there. So anyone who holds any secret can deposit with us, get us a secret which gives you sticking rewards. You take that to the lending protocol, you maybe deposit it and use it as collateral and take some USDC out. So you have a working capital in that case and your own, your collateral is also getting sticking rewards. So when you get your collateral back, your collateral will be more in value than before at the time you deposited because it has also generated some staking rewards. Same would be the case for SC Juno when there might be a like lending protocol in future on the Juno ecosystem itself. Or maybe we are also looking for opportunities like app chain based uh, lending protocols or even we can also do is that send that SC Juno over to secret and use it in CNA Lang. So that's also one of the possibilities. So BJuno you want to use if you don't want to have any impermanent loss uh, while providing LP. And SCJuno you want to use when you are using any kind of lending protocol. And, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds, um, sounds really, really interesting. I, I, I'll, as a user, I most definitely will be having a, a play around with this. Um, I noticed that you've got some pills for the SCJuno on Juno Swap already. Um, are you planning on organizing some rewards with Ron Atom on there as well? Yeah, so I think uh, so. The loop pairs, the two loop pairs which are live right now, already are incentivized with loop token, which will later be replaced with our own SCZ token. So SCZ token also it's coming this month, and so everywhere we have also uh, are in close communication with Juno Swap team and the Osmosis team to list pairs for CJuno and BJuno on these two decks also. And there are already three pairs live on, Ju on Juno Swap. One is SCJuno Atom, SCJuno Row, and BJuno Juno. But those uh, users can't see right now on the front end itself, because we're doing a bit uh, for fixes right now, because the price is not clearly showing there because of the coin echo thing. But in a couple of days, that will be resolved. And Osmosis thing is also nearly complete. So these two pools will be like fully live within a week with uh, the proper SEC incentives. So anyone who's providing liquidity to these pools will get the liquidity rewards, uh, these SEC rewards, and also the staking rewards from day one itself when they're live on these two DEXs. Yeah, I, I love this stuff. This reminds me a lot of um, the the B Luna, Luna R that we could do. Hmm. Um, before the crash on Terra, 
um, and, and and just looking at your website, it, it looks really nice and sort of clean to use, and got some bright colours there as well, which is um, a lot of fun for him playing the game of DeFi. Um, we just had a question, and actually from Kevin, he's on the call. He was um, asking about how do you get into the the active set for the Stake Easy validators. I think Kevin joined a little bit um, after we'd sort of spoken about that. Um, I retweeted a tweet, Kevin, from Stake Easy. So if you check out the TFM account, it, it links to like, a, is it a Google Docs? Yes, it's a Google Doc. And then sort of validators can just apply to be included in your set and talk about what they do for the community and stuff. Is that right? Yes. So one thing we want to make sure uh, from the validator side is that if we are adding a validator to our site, we want to make sure that we have a channel with them that we can ask any kind of, communicate any kind of thing with them. If let's say the validator is not performing well and we want to know what's the reason behind it and quickly get things right. So that's one thing we really want to make sure a validator does for us. If they're able to do that, definitely we will consider them. Uh, I, I yeah. can um, <clears throat> I can vouch for Oni. They're a they're a good bunch, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oni, yeah, Oni, Oni in Japanese means demon, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> and, and he's got he's got those um, Japanese gates on his um, profile. Um, yeah, so yeah, respect, Kevin. I'm, I'm going to bring up Ryan. He's requested to speak. So, yeah, Ryan, if you've got a question or comment. Hello, can you hear me? I think that's you up, Ryan. Yeah. Am I connected now? Just yep. a little bit. You, you, just check your microphone there. You sound like a little bit muffled. Let's see if we can um, sort that out a little bit. Right, so yeah, while we're waiting on Ryan playing with the mic. Um, yes, can you hear me now? Is this oh, wait, man, that's miles better. Yeah, you've got it. Those damn Apple AirPods, they don't really work too well. Uh, question in regards to um, the API, uh, APY for the Juno. Um, so on the website, it's showing 8.7 dot, 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 uh, APY. If you're staking it, if it's and I think it's compounding daily, if I'm uh, not mistaken, I think you can get about 79-ish percent um, if we go directly kind of to a validator APR. So if you compounded that daily, that's roughly around 120%, maybe even 110% if you take in to 4% commission for APY. Where is the difference coming from? Yeah, so uh, the APR uh, is 62% if not compounded. But uh, like we ran the calculation, it came out if we remove uh, roughly eight or nine percent fees from it. Uh, so currently, uh, so we take on an average five percent fees uh, on the validator side that we stake to, and three percent on our side. So even after doing that, like in our calculation, it came out to be eight seven percent. So uh, like I think uh, like I can confirm once more that if our calculation is right, but I'm more than sure that uh, it's eight seven percent if it compounded every day from sixty two percent. And yeah, it could be uh, like, I'm not really sure because like even Minscan and the Juno stats on the Juno Discord server also used to show different values. So I think it depends on like 
if someone might have missed it. So like the formula itself, we, we, we made sure that the formula is correct on our side, uh, that the capillary one uses the same formula for calculating the 62%. So if you take 62% and you compound every day, it should come near to 85, 86%. But I don't know, like uh, if, yeah, I think I think eighty-seven percent is correct value, but please let me know if I'm uh, incorrect here. Can I'm, I'm just wondering. Sorry, Ryan, um, where, where, what figures were you talking about? Like from which website? So on Stakeeasy, on the, I guess call it the stake page, the dashboard page, right at the top is a banner mm -hmm. for eighty-seven percent APY, and I've then if you, you yep. go to like any validator or something like that and you check the APRs you're looking at what 79% and as you said there's commission on that plus there's commission on the stake easy hmm. um, so if I took 62% and compounded that daily I'm getting closer to the 85% but if I'm taking like 70 well, uh, say 5% for the validator and 3 or 4% for you, that'd be like 71%. I'm getting, a high, I'm getting over 100% APY. Oh, I, I guess okay. I'm just a little bit confused on the math. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I mean, transaction fees are going to come into it potentially. But yeah, that's definitely something we can maybe yeah, discuss further on Twitter. Because, yeah, just to, just to get to the level of it. And doesn't it show APR though on the stake in the world, but stake easy's showing APY, which is kind of two different yes. things, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. And I'm, I'm converting the two. Yeah, that 87% is actually APY, meaning that it's being compounded daily. So I think the most correct one, uh, the Juno APR is on the Juno stats. I think it's uh, the fifth, uh, fourth or fifth channel on the Juno Discord server which kind of like updates you how much is the Juno bonded and how much is in the community pool. So if you take those two or three parameters, the formula is quite simple. It's that uh, current inflation is 40% and that 40% will be only given to the Juno token that are bonded. So if you take the ratio of how much Juno tokens are bonded out of what's the current supply of Juno tokens and take out the uh, Juno tokens in the community pool, if you take that ratio, multiply it with that 40%. So basically you're saying that this 40% should only go to this many part of the, the bonded supply of the total. Okay. For one Juno, you will get roughly 62%. And that also is shown in that stats page. And you take that 62%, you apply it to any online uh, compounding calculator. You remove, let's say, 60, uh, like, 5% of that 62% off of it. So roughly, let's say 60%, 60% new compound, you should get roughly in the range of 85 to 90 somewhere. Man, I'm just gonna jump in here. I don't know if Twitter Spaces is the space for this. Like my brain is not getting that whatsoever. I would love to see it all written down. Um, because yeah, when you, just, when you just like, when you bang in the number from Kepler, so like, I'm just looking at it now just so. So yeah, if I take, I mean, I'm not going to stake with Cosmos Station, but if I was, it's telling me that APR is 79%. So if I slam that into uh, an APR, APY calculator, say I'm compounding daily, and then it just yeah. as um, Ryan was saying, it comes out as about 120%. There yes, must be uh, 
So that 79% is incorrect because like most calculators don't take into account the uh, this community uh, pool amount. So they just take, okay, let's take the ratio of bonded Juno with uh, the total supply of Juno circulating. So that's why I think Minsk can also used to give much more percentage than it actually was before. I think recently last month I saw that they fixed it and it's matching Kepler and the Juno stats page. So I believe from my calculation also, it's coming around 62%. If the APR is shown 79%, I'm definitely sure it's the wrong one. So APR is definitely in the range of 62%. And that is the one you should compound. Yeah, it's 62.10%. Total bonded ratio around 47.10%. These all, all taken account the ratio calculation. That okay, well, that's helpful. <laughs> Ryan, come on. I appreciate uh, the additional clarity on that. Uh, thank you very much. For sure, you're welcome. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for the question. So back on this link, converting APR to APY. If if I put in an APY of eighty seven percent. It tells me the APR is 62.65. So that definitely sounds like the kind of numbers that you've been talking about. Yudik, um, I've got a quick question. When, uh, how long does it take for you to start seeing um, claim rewards appear in the unclaimed staking rewards section? Does it work on an epoch or does it happen instantly? Yep. So for SC Juno, it's uh, like going live. Like every other minute, you can refresh and the exchange rate will increase. But for B Juno, since it's like giving you the staking rewards that you must do a transaction to claim, so that happens every 24 hours. When the compounding happens, our contracts uh, take that reward from the validator and send it over to the reward contract. So what's happening is like, it's a simple logic. Let's say 1,000 Juno is staked with us and 500 of those are B Juno, 500 are SC Juno. So whatever staking votes are coming, our contract sees that, okay, this is the ratio of the current supply of B and SC Juno. So 50% of it, it restakes again because SC Juno has uh, this auto-compounded rewards, but the rest 50% sends to the reward contract saying that, okay, those users who are holding this beach, you know, can come and claim this reward. So it's every trend for us. Good stuff. What, I mean, what, one thing I'm getting excited about is like, is getting my hands on some beach, you know, and SE, you know, I mean, I'd being kind of new to the Juno ecosystem, but um, more from coming from the Terra side of things. I mean, is there a money market that we can use at the moment to borrow against SE Juno or B Juno, or is that still to come? So uh, I think uh, the one we can do in the nearest future, let's say this or next week is CNN on Secret Network, where like you have to use uh, like IBC Bridge to send over to Juno to Secret. But that's something we know like it's um, the tech is in place to do that. And the simplest way is to maybe someone comes up with the money market on Juno, which I don't think is going to happen in the next couple of months. So, yeah, the first thing I think we'll most likely launch with, uh, with integrate with CNLN protocol. And that's the one money market I think of you can use. Second is we are also exploring ways with Umi and Kava. So, but we are not really sure if that's going to happen, but we are trying on our side to make that integration happen. And also, I think Mars is soon coming to Osmosis. 
So uh, we are also trying to get in contact with the mass team. So it all depends if uh, the integration happens. But from our side, we are definitely interested in integrating with the money markets. Mm. Sounds fantastic. As yeah, just start looping up um, <laughs> some B Juno. Sounds quite like B Luna. But um, yeah, awesome. I mean, does anyone Highlander you you know got any alpha about a money market on Juno? Not that I'm aware of. Um, maybe Kevin might know more than me, but as far as I'm aware. There's so much getting built on, you know, at the moment, to be honest, it's um, hard to keep up of late. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to go through all this. I'm definitely going to be using Stake Easy and just having a play around and getting used to derivatives and stuff. It's something I've not really did before, but yeah, it looks pretty good. looks simple. So SE would be your DeFi sort of position, I presume. I'm, I'm more thinking SE. SE is the one where you can just get it and just leave it. Because it will auto compound for you. Ah, right. The okay. B Juno is potentially more D. De- I mean, I, I'm assuming you can probably, at some stage, will be able to borrow against both of them. Yeah. Um, but I think B Juno is the one you'd maybe LP with Juno and literally have no impermanent loss. Yeah. And just get tons of rewards. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, quite excited. Now, there is actually coming up, I can see a few Levana people on this call. There's going to be a Levana call starting in about 13 minutes. Um, so I'm hoping to join that as well. But they are going to be talking about staking derivatives and options. So it's going to be like next level DeFi stuff. And not necessarily just DeFi, but like, yeah, I suppose, options. That, um, big brained. Yeah, financial. go and then have a little listen. Yeah, man. So yeah, we should potentially go over to that one. But yeah, Kevin, I just invite you up to speak. Do you? I mean, do you? Are you aware of anything with regards to a money market coming to Juno Network? I don't know if Kevin's in a position to talk, but I, I mean, I, I mean, obviously we can fire tokens all over the place. But you know, I mean, if I have stuff on Juno, I'd kind of like to do it. When on it comes Juno. to Cosmos, it's, it's you know, we're we're getting to a position where all these things are possible interoperably over different networks. Um, you can sort of see where this is going, this, this ecosystem, which is what I'm, why I'm here. I, I just buzz about it, about how fast the technology is moving. And, and to be honest, it's like, Stake Easy have just come out of nowhere with this. Um, kind of caught me off guard a little bit, but it's it's, good, it's great. It's very refreshing to see it being built on Juno, like, which is great. Hi, Kevin. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, good mate, good. All right, man. Hey, Hi. I've just been enjoying listening to these uh, soothing voices from across the sea, um, and and you know, got, uh, learning how it's all working. So, uh, congratulations <clears throat> on everything. Stake easy. Thanks for hosting TFM. You guys are all awesome, and of course, hello Highlander. Uh, how are you doing, man? I'll, I'll let you have the floor for a little minute, mate. Go for it. Yeah, no, I, I just want to, I, I heard my name, so I like ran over to my phone. Um, <laughs> so uh, on on the money market side of things, um, you know, there's a lot of discussions ongoing uh, still, but, um, you know, I imagine that's not far out. Um, you know, obviously, I, I think that's kind of the, the main uh, keystone in, in sort of the DeFi um, world right now that's that's missing at least in cosmos um like specifically so there's a lot of work being done on it um to 
to also just make sure that it's a it's a really solid solution. Like obviously we've got Mars and some other protocols that are in early discussions and kind of figuring out where they're going to launch and um, for for at least borrowing and lending and sort of that that side of the world. So it is something that we're we're working on, um, but I, I don't have anything that's like next week. Um, but the moment there is, I, I will definitely let everyone know and uh, I, I hope sooner than later I know a lot depends on it so it's definitely a key focus at least that I'm working on as as quickly as I can Hey um, Rebel do you know anything about uh, what happened with Edge Protocol do you know if they like continued building on Terra V2 um, because I know they were kind of looking for maybe another home but they, they they went quiet. I was just that would have been ideal coming on to Juno at the time, but yeah, that that we... is a, a good shout, Edge. Um, I'm gonna I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not certain. I'm gonna invite up Chino Man. He has his finger in many different oh, eyes, yeah. so I'll see if he knows like the inside word on Edge Protocol. If you're up for coming up, Chino Man, there you are. Hey, we got you. Hey, Chino Man, you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, still enjoying uh, summer vacations uh, down in Elgarov, the south of Portugal. Uh, so you you guys were uh, talking about Ed Protocol. Yeah, I mean there was a during the Terra Dev fund that happened. We were sort of speaking to a few networks, and yeah, that I think I I got talking to one of them once and yeah and all of a sudden i think they just decided to stay on terra i was just curious to see how they were getting on that was all we were, we were on the subject of money markets and lending and borrowing well as far as i know uh i've been keeping in touch with uh, most projects on terra um and and so far edge hasn't really pronounced themselves uh in, in any direction actually Mm. Um, so I, I, so far, uh, it's, it's an incognito, at least for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for replying. Well, no problem. Well, there it is. We just, uh, we, I suppose, you know, just, just maybe one day we'll just have build its, build its own. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to have to do something at some stage. Um, yeah. right. Well, it's been a good call for me. I think I've learned a little bit more about how stake easy staking derivatives are going to work on Juno. So yeah, looking forward to um experimenting with it a little bit more. Um Uda, is there anything else you'd like to say before we close this space down? Uh, yeah, I think we got Boston covered up. But yeah, there's definitely one thing coming from our side is more educational content on because like I understand that SE Juno and B Juno might be confusing for some users. And we have a blog post in place to simplify that. But what we are doing now is making more like whiteboard videos and walkthrough videos and blog posts and Twitter threads. Also, as to make sure that the community understands is much more in simpler way. So that's something that's coming, going to be coming a lot this month. But yeah, other than that, like there are also the DeFi opportunities that are going to be soon be live with our uh, liquid tokens. Awesome. I mean, to, so for, certainly from my perspective, like reading about these things is not quite the same as using them. So like SE Juno and BE Juno, are, I think, are, are a lot easier to understand once we start playing with them. Yeah, definitely um, is there. And I've, I've just, just um, oh. I've just shared your blog post there on the. The Twitter space thread there, so I hope that if anyone's kind of 
looking for some good reading material that's quite a good blog actually to explain some some of the options that you've got on it. Right, well thanks everyone for being here. I'm gonna shut this thing down. We're some of us are gonna be jumping over to the Levana call starting in about five minutes. So if you're interested in even more complex DeFi stuff, um, we might see you on that one. So yeah, thanks very much for being here. Thanks for stepping up with questions. And I'm I'm enjoying this, so hopefully we'll do another one of these very soon. Yeah, definitely. Thanks everyone. Bye bye everyone. Thanks again. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Juno Builders, hosted by TFM, an AMA with Highlander and Stakeasy. Recorded on Thursday, September 1st, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Over shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two